And welcome to the Brain Collective. My name is Nicole Pass. I'm a photographer and small biz mentor, and I'm here to take away the overwhelm of small business life to help you create a heart led, purpose driven brand. I'll be sharing my biggest takeaways from starting a business with no experience at all to one where I'm now able to mentor other small business owners to create the brands and lives of their dreams. I'll also be inviting some of the incredible small biz babes I've met on my journey to share their stories. Are you ready to get inspired? This is The Brand Collective. All right. Hey, guys. Welcome back to The Brand Collective podcast. I am so excited and a little bit nervous because today is my first interview episode. And I have chosen the one of the women who I have known for almost four years. I think we've known each other now. Um, she is the first person I ever reached out to in my photography business to work with. Um, the little introvert in me shut her pants but was like, no, nah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to message this lady and see if she'll respond. <laughs> and she became not only one of my best clients that I love to work with on a creative level, but she's also become a very dear friend and mentor to me. She comes from, I like to think, retail royalty here in Australia. She built a multi-million dollar business all whilst in raising three beautiful boys and married to the most amazing husband. And she has always stayed true to who she is through it all. Um, she built an incredible loyal customer base and audience on social media, all whilst keeping it real and sharing the good, the bad, and sometimes ugly sides of business and life. And so today, my friends, I am excited to welcome my beautiful friend, Melina Bagnato. Welcome, my love. <laughs> Thank you. What, what an introduction. <laughs> Holy moly. I actually was like, really? Oh, yeah, I did that. <laughs> yeah, you did. Thank you for having me. I'm so proud of you oh, doing this podcast. You. Well done. Thank you very much. I'm, you know, I am beyond proud of you and everything you have done and created. Um, and I thought, who best to start off my interview series on this podcast with you? Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm excited. My absolute pleasure. And so for those of you who do not know who this beautiful ray of sunshine is, Melina, please tell us a little bit about who you are, a little bit about yourself and what drove you to start your business. Thank you. So I am a qualified stylist. And for those of you that don't know what that means, because there are so many stylists these days, I actually, um, I'm a personal stylist and done my qualification in actually understanding how women's body shapes, proportions and colours play a real, really a science into how we dress. Um, I've been a stylist, personal stylist now for 15 years. Um, I, if you asked me a month ago what I did, I would have said that I was a CEO of a seven-figure clothing business um, but asking me today I am now a style and confidence coach and business coach I am passionate about helping women reclaim their joy and if they have you know lost their confidence or maybe never had it but help them find their inner confidence and self-esteem with body positivity and educate them 
not only on looking good but feeling good because mindset's a massive uh, contribution to how we look. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I pretty much am now running courses on how to connect your mind to your, your body shape and style and educate them. And I'm also helping other online businesses with shining light on their brands and doing try-ons and uh, lifestyling sessions with their brands and even coaching them on how to elevate their business and, and saw their wings in that retail world, which is just um, no longer for me. Amazing. I love it. And this is one of the reasons why I wanted to bring you on the podcast because Melina had an incredible brand and it was her business and brand was based on her retail store, which was Style Me Over. It had an on, a massive online presence, but also a shop front here in Melbourne as well. And anyone who's worked in the retail industry knows it is a tough industry. It's just like I came from retail as well, not owning a business. I worked for many businesses in the industry for a very long time and it's it's not an easy industry to be in. Um, and so the fact that you were able to start a business on your own and you grew it organically, mainly online using, you know, platforms like social, you know, Instagram and Facebook and things like that. Tell us a little bit about that journey. So... <laughs> It's quite funny how it all happened, really. It never was my goal to have a huge online business store and and, and have created such a community where women belong, uh, but I'm very humbled that I did. I My story is, is pretty much this. I fell pregnant with my middle son um, earlier than I anticipated. I was experiencing um, depression at the time. I just finished uh, being on my kitchen rules and that really threw me into um, a slump. Um, and I was no longer able to walk around and style women the way I wanted to. I used to take my clients to Chatston Shopping Centre, which is a really great, they call it the fashion capital here in Victoria, in Melbourne. Um, and, you know, for anyone that's been pregnant, you know, I had a big baby growing in me. I couldn't do the kilometres. So I literally... Pretty much a bit like what I did a week ago, sat in solitude and asked myself and my guides and, you know, whoever you believe in, that's what I believe in, that's my guides and my intuition, what I needed to do. And the message was very clear in that moment of solitude. I had a night away and it was put some clothes on Facebook because this is pre-websites, yeah. This is pre-Instagram. This is like dinosaur online where you'd put something on Facebook and you'd write, write, um, what was it? Was it not paid? It was, oh, it was mine or something like that. And then the person would confirm they wanted it and then you'd have to send them your PayPal email address and then you had to check manually that they'd paid you oh, and wow. then tip it off and then get the post bag and put the sticker. It was very manual. Um, and so I did that the next week. I went to some suppliers. I picked up, it was three styles. I put mm -hmm. them on Facebook. I, I was not able to leverage from my exposure of being on a, hugely successful season of MKR. Uh, the rules then was that we're not allowed to have social media, which pains me. So wow. I did not leverage from that exposure at all. I had to close my social media accounts. I had Jeez. 200 people on my Facebook group. And so I put on these styles and it went bananas. Like I was like, what? And I always find with anything that we do in life or business that when we listen to our inner guides that little voice that sometimes you feel like you're a crazy bitch that you can hear mm -hmm. that, yep. that you it's like a truth and a knowing um 
that when things start to flow and happen, it's a confirmation that you're doing the right thing. And so I did that and all of a sudden I was selling out of these, you know, packs in retail when you buy, um, you know, from suppliers, a pack is a mix of different sizes. You can't break the packs. So it might be two size eights, 10s, 12s, 14s, 116, for example. And so I sold out and I literally started it from, like most of us, online our, our mompreneurs yes. um, from the office of my home and and I would and I was pregnant I started this online side of my business pregnant because I was passionate about women being able to have styles that fit that were affordable and as stylist I wanted to offer that but I couldn't do the kilometers anymore and so I stopped my my one-on-one styling sessions and my wardrobe detox is where I drive to women's houses and I stopped my, my workshops. And as they say, the rest is history. <laughs> but, it, you know, and there's a lot in between there. It just depends yeah. how much you want to know, Nicole. But there's, you know, this is before the era that we're in now where it's very easy to launch and grow an online store. Mm, so, so true. And it's props to you that you were able to build the community that you did and a business the way that you did before the advent of social media, especially the way that it is now. It's just such a different world. It's actually flooded now. The industry is, you know, COVID um, really brought out an abundance of mum starting businesses. So Mm -hmm. more than ever are we seeing not just retail but all industries are over flooded. And so really it's, it's a bit of the... The, the strongest and most creative are going to stand still at time because it's an overflooded market everywhere now. I love that. And that it actually leads beautifully into the question that I would like to ask you next, which is <clears throat> what do you think as a woman who's built a massively successful brand and one that is grown organically with her followers and her audience, what do you think is the most valuable thing an entrepreneur needs for a brand to have true purpose? Can you repeat that question for me? I just want to feel into that. Yeah. So what do you think is the most valuable thing an entrepreneur needs for a brand to have true purpose? For me, what comes to mind is self-belief, unequivocally, no doubt in yourself. And and not just self-belief but truly being true to yourself that you are doing it because it's something you're passionate about that lights you up that is that is your superpower because just like I just ripped the band-aid off a million you know millions of dollars worth of business per annum and now I've gone back to starting a whole new business model I am happier with less money Mm -hmm. at the moment I say that because I'm about to turn it on its head um but doing what juices me up. And and my point is just because you can doesn't mean you should. Mm, so it's that. the self-belief, but also making sure that you are like so turned on by your business that you can't sleep. Like when you have a crush on a guy, yeah. weeks, whatever, you know, whoever um, whatever turns you on, right? Um, and I, as you know, have a trademark called Fanny Flutters. Yeah. And I've got the most, I came up with the most metaphor the great story to tell and I'll share that with you off the podcast yeah. uh, Nicole because it, it all makes sense but fatty flutters guys is when you feel really turned on and you get those butterflies from the base of your chakra your punani whatever you want to call it 
and <laughs> and it starts to flutter all the way up and give you tingles. And that should be how you feel about your business. So long story short, self-belief and also turned on by what you do, not just because it makes you money. Yeah, I love that. And you're so right because I think anyone, you're right, anyone can start a business, right? And we've seen, we literally have seen that over the last two years because everyone was thrown into turmoil with COVID, working from home, a lot of people lost their jobs. And online is a massive space for people to grow businesses uh-huh. and it can happen very quickly and you can do very well out of it. But it doesn't necessarily mean that, A, it's the right thing to be doing and, B, you're doing it from a pure intention. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it just depends what your goal is. I mean, if, if someone's goal is to make a ton of money and they are they aren't necessarily turned on by passion, mm. then great. That's their value. I think... You know, I think more than anything, the answer here is knowing their values, your top three values of why you are in this business and what at the end of the day is like your KPI. What do you keep resorting back to? Mm -hmm. Um, For me, it's, it's definitely not the money. Money was fabulous, but money doesn't make you happy. We hear that all the time, but it's so true. Um, For me, you know, my values are my family time, being flexible around them. I didn't have that because mm-hmm. I was busy, um, and being able to make a difference and also be creative. So, you know, knowing what your passions are, your self-belief um, and your values. Yeah, amazing. And how do you find now that you've flipped life on its head and you've shut the business down and you're coming back to you and what you actually want to be doing, how yeah. have you found that that's made a difference at home? Uh, okay, well, the first thing is that I'm home every day. When my kids get home, I'm home. I've got like, I'm baking, I'm freaking Betty Crocker at the moment. I mean, I've got cakes, probably, probably setting a bit of a high standard uh, for, for my kids. Um, but, you know, when they get home, I'm, you know, I'm here. I get to hear what's happening after school. You know, I've missed that window for so many years of that chat that was after school care all the time. So already being home. Um, today's like I'm only really early in the transition but today I went for a walk them to school like having that time and being able to put dinner on Mm -hmm. while I'm working um is already like huge it's just that balance and that's been a big you know core value for me is that balance you know inside in and the irony here is that you know many of the ladies or gentlemen depending who is listening to this um including yourself Nicole we you know we start at home Mm -hmm. And when you start your business from home, you think, oh, I'm just small time. I've just got a small business because I'm working from home. One day when I have an office, Mm. I've made it. I've made it. And one day when I've got a team, I've made it. But let me tell you that all of that brings a magnitude of different stresses and throws balance out if that's what you're after. So, you know, I've done a full circle. I'm back where I started 10 years ago as far as working from home. But my mentality is completely different. Now, I used to see that as I'm small time and I can't wait to get to more, more, more. Now it's like I'm working from home and I have got work-life balance and Mm -hmm. I get to, you know, do whatever I want around my business and I work to live, not live to work now. I love that. Mm. Amazing, which is so important. I think this is the one thing that it's very easy to fall into the trap of when you do start your own business. It's that hustle mentality, the hustle culture. Yeah. People, I don't know, they almost wear it as a badge of honour. The, the oh, harder yeah. you work and the it's more so you're on, 
it does not mean that your business is going to be successful necessarily. And it certainly doesn't bring no. inner health, inner happiness. No, it doesn't. And, you know, you could just, you're just a busy little fool then, aren't you, if you're just 100%. busy? I mean, if you're not making money or or the events that you go to aren't really translating into potential working collaborations where you benefit um, financial or opportunity-wise, then you're just being a wanker, really. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what a waste of time. I know. Yeah, I was that wanker true. many, many years ago where I'd go to all those events and I'm like, I'd be driving home going, I miss time with my kids tonight. What, just have a few photos and a few people tagged me and then I look like I'm really popular. Like, that's where I just stopped going. I'm like, this didn't make me money tonight. So, you know, it's it's really, to answer your question, the change already is it feels right. Yeah. It feels right and, you know, we're not here for a long time. And I don't want to wake up when I'm in my 50s with, you know, adult children and go, oh, gee, I wish mm-hmm. I hadn't worked all those years. Because I tell you right now, one day when I die and I hope I'm 85, I'm not going to have on my tombstone, she was a shit-hot stylist and a fantastic retailer, owned a great business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like none exactly of us are going right. to have that on our – it's, it's you know, work, you know we, we work because we, we need the money to create the lifestyle. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't work. I didn't make money, would you? No. Well, that's why we work, right? Exactly. So that's my point. Like we've got to, it's like a, it's like a partner. You've got to make sure that you're choosing the right partner because your values align and then there's a balance there. Yeah. 50-50. Oh, most definitely. And I think that's one of the most important things whenever you, when you're looking at building a brand, and I'm going to come to very quickly a personal brand because not only did you obviously have Style Me Over, which was an incredible business, of its own, but your personal brand that you've built, which I, knowing you the way I know you and when I watch you and where this amazing evolution is now coming from, your personal brand is really what's driven, I think, as an outsider, this amazing change in you and where you're going to make more difference in people's lives. And I think the fact you've been able to do that so organically, being so unbelievably true to who you are is invaluable. Like, it's just amazing. And I can't Thank wait you. to watch where it's going to take this next phase in your business adventure because that's exactly what business and brands are. It's adventure. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. I, I think that um, I've always been that person that I am the way I am. Mm-hmm. And when you are that person, it ruffles feathers. You know, I've had to live through decades of people not getting me, not fitting in, not belonging too loud. You speak your truth. But I, I don't want to be any other way. I don't want to be a pushover. I don't want to be a people pleaser. I don't want to get on socials and speak a different way so that maybe they might follow me mm-hmm. and maybe a brand might want to pay me to hold a glass and make some money from like I'm not I'm not that person. No. Okay. I'm not that person. And and I I as a value in friendship in relationships, in, you know, clients, it has to be 100% authentic. 100%. It has to be, you know, and, and I do love a good F-bomb and, mm-hmm. you know, on business personal branding, I won't not swear because yep. that's me and and I, you've got to be really comfortable with your personal brand that you don't care what people think yes. because the people that like you, that are your tribe, 
they're the only ones that you want to attract because they're the ones that are going to actually engage in your business and your offerings. You don't just want numbers there being stalkers peering through a window and never coming through the door into your house because that's what yeah. followers are on socials. You always picture it like me sitting in my house and then just having thousands of people looking through the windows, <laughs> just creeping in because that's what followers are. That's what we do when we follow. windows. Yeah. But then the people that open the door and walk into my house, other people that I actually didn't want to do business with yep. that aren't just creeping on the windows and watching from afar. Exactly. And at least when they work with me, they know what I stand for um, and there's no surprises and I don't have to, I can just be unapologetically me as as we all should be. Hundred, Absolutely, we should. And I think that's one of the things I always drive in my clients is you need to be true to you. There is absolutely no point creating a brand, whether it's a personal brand, a business brand, whatever it is, you are the face of your brand at the end of the day, right? If you're not authentic to who you are, no matter who that is and what your personal values are, you're going to end up attracting the wrong types of clients into your business. And at the end of the day, the business won't work because it's going to feel icky. Correct. You're going to feel gross within yourself because you know that the people you're working with are not who you want to be working with. They're not aligned. Not at all. Not at all. So you always need to be, whether you know you love an F-bomb or you're, you don't or whatever it might be, it doesn't matter. No. As long as you stay true to who you are and live your values every single day in everything you do, then that's the best that you can be. Absolutely. And, hmm. you know, the people that aren't your people, there's other people for them to be with. That's exactly right. It's just the way it works. As long as you're okay with rejection, as long as you're okay with the word no yeah. and as long as you're okay with things not working sometimes, um, then you can sleep at night better. One, one thing I swore a long time ago, I wasn't going to sell my soul mm-hmm. just to fit in and skyrocket, you know, as a lot of, a lot of women do on socials. Yeah. You know, you, they sell their soul. They either share too much about their life for people mm-hmm. to tap in and pity them and, you know, be a part of the conflict. Um, or, you know, a lot. I won't also, um, you know, form as a, an alliance and a girl gang just so I'm validated and, yeah. and you know, um, you know, you leverage off all their tagging and that. Yeah, I'd rather grow and I always have slower, steadier, mm-hmm. stronger, and organically and authentically. And the people that are on my pages are there because of old school word of mouth amongst girlfriends having a coffee and then they come over. I love it. Amazing. So, so true. So many amazing lessons in that right Mm. there, my friends. Well, my love, Melina, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. Now, to everyone out there who does not know who this amazing woman is, where can they find you online? You can find me at styleMeover.com and also on Instagram and Facebook. We are launching courses regularly, day treats, retreats. You've experienced one of my retreats. I have. Oh, my gosh. It was the best three days of my life. I highly recommend it to anyone who's needing a retreat to treat themselves. Please definitely look up what Melina's got in store because you will not be disappointed. (laughs) Come along. So for anyone that wants to feel juiced up about their life, and their image um, and any small businesses offering small business coaching. Thank you so much for having me. Beautiful. My absolute pleasure. Thank you for being my first guest on the podcast. Pleasure. Adore you, my love. I will see you very soon. Okay. Thanks.
Well, guys, that's it for another week. Thank you so much for joining me. If you'd like to connect, I'm at Nicole Pass on Instagram. Or if you'd like to come and dig a little deeper on all things branding, you can come and join me in my private Facebook group, The Brand Collective with Nicole Pass, where I dive into how to create a soul-led, purpose-driven brand. And as always, if you have any questions or want to chat, I'm only a DM away. If you love this episode and feel called to, I would so appreciate if you'd rate, review and subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and Spotify, as it will help more people find my little corner of the podcast world. Have a beautiful week, friends. See you soon.